And then, and then, and then he says, "That's a red one." <laughs> oh, he swallowed one. Can't wait for the new mate. Uh, I, was oh, oh. I was choking on my ambitions. Oh, um, oh. So I see, I see, I see what you did there. Yeah. That was actually quite clever. Uh, too clever for this show. Too clever by far. Too clever for this show. I was really trying. That's a that's a that's a one milk two sugars level of pun, and we're not allowed that here. Well, I'm sorry. I'll retract my dad energy. <laughs> never Is that re- what you call it? Never retract anything, Billiam Tracy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Big Damn Cast, a dirty news geeky gossip, because there are things to talk about now. Finally, I guess. Uh, and we all need a distraction before the, the very end. Um, I'm joined this week, uh, as usual, by a handsome man to my left. What's your name? I am the Tweetful Protector. Yes. Damn it. Um, I was going to use that one. <laughs> try, I'll, give, I'll give you time. I'll give you time. I'll give you time. Uh, I, uh, I, I was making it worse. I am um, uh, chocolate and brains somehow having the same chemicals in them. And to my right is a very special guest who's going to be really creeped out when he listens back to this in a week's time on his commute to work. Oh. Yes, I am Drashig 2. <laughs> Let there be... <laughs> Cabbage. That'll do. Yeah. That'll do. I think that's fine. I think it's fine. Yeah. Billy Tracy's with us, boys and girls. Hey! Quick applause. Hey! You also have to applaud so it sounds this much. Yeah! You at home applaud as well so it sounds fuller. Yeah! Oh, yeah! All right, bit filthy. <laughs> do that. Uh, I Billy, enjoyed it. Welcome, welcome back to the Big Dumb Cast. Thank you. It's nice to have you in my in my folds. It's um, good to be here in this person's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. I'm in your phone now. <laughs> based based on some of the news out this week, some of you might be thinking, "Oh, you've got billion to talk about." No, no, fucking no. no. We're not even going to mention it, except we will talk yeah, about we'll. it briefly. Because we'll um, you know, I'm, people are going to want to know your thoughts on. Um, on chunky boys on horses, I imagine. Ooh, yeah. You um, mention it once, you can't get away from it. You mention it twice, it becomes your entire show. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, we're also going to exclusively reveal that Five Who Fans is coming back. Yeah. Never. No, it's, it's <laughs> not. It's not. It's not. It's <laughs> not. Someone listening then got excited and, and, and now you know feels, who you are. feels really upset. Um, but we're, we're here to sequel. This is a sequel podcast. This is a sequel to the 2018 Venom podcast. Mm. <laughs> Long awaited. <laughs> Long awaited. Uh, but be still your beating rage, oh internet twats. Oh, sorry. Um, we are going to open up with a shitload of DC talk first. Yeah, yeah. So... We, we, we don't want to spoil Venom 2 for you. <laughs> 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 don't give you a chance to watch that. The production team did that already. Oh, <laughs> my God. Um, uh, we'll get through. We've got some emails in for this week We've as well. Got some we'll, emails. we'll get to them before the end as We've well. We've got some emails before but, the uh, end. Before we before we we kick off proper, Billy. Uh, for those who don't know who you be, mm. let them know in ten words or less, and in a inoffensive but funny accent of your choosing. Um, I'm That's not one word. Do, I'm not going to do an accent. Oh no! I've used up the words. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need to know. Um, <laughs> I, I, I write, uh, I do uh, Lego videos, I uh, do the Instagram, um, just find me on Twitter at uh, Billy, B-I-L-L-Y-T-R-E-A-C-Y-9-3, I think. 
and, uh, what, and what's well built's address? <laughs> Plugging. It's it's another awkwardly spelt thing. If you just search uh, well built, but built is spelt B I L L T. So like Bill. Yeah. But with the T. Yeah, my dad came up with that. It's good. Years ago. It's years good. Ago. It, it's clever, but it's also irritating for marketing reasons. Oh, yeah, it's As demonstrated by the 30 seconds spent describing how it works. Uh, yeah, no, it's mostly me saying letters. <laughs> um, everyone, but... Everything everyone says is letters. Yeah, I just... I, jug- <laughs> I juggle a lot of... Um... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I'm coming to terms with the fact that I'm... Quite, quite possibly have elements of ADHD where like I'm fully 100% focused on any particular project at any one time um, but not necessarily enough to see it through to the end <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. a realisation I should have come to many years ago um, but yeah Aimless Wanderings as well, check that out <laughs> mm. it's good, it's got um, people in it Yeah, that's, Matt that's, plays a giant slug that's, I did that's, that. that's the project that I'm currently very committed to at the moment um and you'll be uh, you'll be experiencing that soon. We're hearing from my lawyer as well. <laughs> you are, yes, from my lawyer. Well, let's, since we've got you here, obviously you, you, you're a known um, uh, fan and experimenting creative uh, within the worlds of Doctor Who. So naturally, while we've got you here, people listening who, who are aware of your stuff, it only makes sense for us to start with DC Fandom from yeah. Saturday. Uh, did either yeah. of you watch the DC Fandom event? Did I, balls? Um, I... Did you? <laughs> <laughs> did you yeah, balls? Yeah, but I didn't watch the thing. You're a balls. <laughs> oh, okay, that's that's perfectly fair. Billy, you're a passionate DC fan. Yeah. You want um, to restore the Snyderverse. Yeah, no, I was uh, commenting that a lot, but they didn't acknowledge it for some reason. Weird in a way. Um, did you try and get like my opinion didn't matter? Did you, <laughs> did you try and get their attention by uh, abusing racially any non-white presenters? Yeah, everything, yeah. every trick in the book. What about yeah. using all those um, strawman accounts that you've made on yeah. the side? Yeah, no, yeah. T- t- Twitter's kind of burnt a hole in my phone now because of that. But <laughs> it was it was arguably worth it because I got. Got, I got Superman in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> he was four no, by sorry. three. It's a vision. Sorry, black and grey. Ah, yeah. So justice is grey. Justice is grey. Edition. Justice is square. Um, <laughs> justice um, should be watched on an older television. <laughs> so, justice uh, <laughs> should be naked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I did tune in very briefly because I was like, is is it kind of. Is, I was hoping I'd like just tune in and the Batman trailer would be there because that's all I'm there for. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, I just I tuned in to be like, oh, what's this going to be like? Because they had the the stream on the the YouTube, didn't they? Yeah, YouTube's With... and Twitch and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I was sitting there with my partner. We put it on and they showed like some clips from Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, you arrived during the CW stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there was like some concept art for the Batman car show for. Juniors. Oh, um, uh, uh, oh, God, what's it called? I can't remember now. I know which one you mean. It's like CGI Batwheels. Batwheels. It's a Batman show for preschool kids where all the characters are vehicles. It's yeah. cars, but Batman. Yes. It's car go. That's absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's how my It's Batman, it. let there be cars. Um, and, you um, know, like, I'm sure there were loads of people at, at the fandom who did want to see that, but it wasn't really. Not based on the live chat. No. No, the live probably not. the live chat was full of people that didn't quite grasp the concept that that trailer for the Batman's probably going to be at the very end. So why don't you just go to bed and in the morning check YouTube? Yeah, um, <laughs> so I kind of turned off at that point because it was a bit embarrassing for me. <laughs> They're not going to skip all of the things they've got lined up to yeah. get to that one thing that people in chat want to see. I 
I made the mistake of watching the entire event. Yeah, that sounds like a mistake. Um, I was doing other stuff. It was sort of like a little on in the background kind of jobby. Um, I mean, you could have made a bigger mistake and made the entire broadcast. That's true. <laughs> oh, God. Is it <laughs> Tiffany Smith who's like their regular go-to for presenting stuff? I don't, I don't know. She should have been okay. the sole presenter for it. Because when she presented it, it was like, this is kind of smooth. It's kind of slick. She's got that style. Well, she knows she's how to a professional, deliver. you'd expect yeah. that, wouldn't you? But then all the other presenters, like, they, they sort of did a thing where they got presenters from around the world. And, like... Obviously, for a fan around the world, from the country that this presenter appears from, that's kind of significant. It's cool to be like, oh, oh my so god, they, they're part so of the event presenters too. from around the world, and then got all the other countries to give them points depending on how. No, 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 oh, no, right, no, okay. no, no. People unfathomably still like America. Oh, so no, right, there's no nil right. point. Cool, cool. But um, but but what was weird was everyone. It was all written very much for like an American delivery, if that makes any sense. You know, certain certain jokes and and like FedEx. <laughs> You know, like certain certain humor doesn't quite translate because it's it's just oh, I know people, like. sensibilities are a little different. <laughs> around the world. So is that what was going on with Ezra Miller? <laughs> oh god, there Every... was a lot going on with Ezra Miller. We'll that get was to an him. outfit. We'll get I'll to tell him. you what, boy. So every other joke kind of felt a bit like oh oh I can feel my asshole like imploding. This is just a little cringeworthy, and it's it's not the fault of the presenters. It's just like. Play to your strengths and keep it nice and simple. It didn't need to be for our event. It hey, be some hours. people pay good money to have their assholes imploded. <laughs> I think everyone did a great job, but the writing didn't cater to the individual talents of the event. And it was weird to keep going to set it in the same CGI location, but keep using different presenters every 20 minutes. Was a bit sort of like, oh, okay, this is weird. Especially because like everyone will have recorded their stuff five weeks ago in a green screen studio and you could have just knocked it all out. But anyway, uh, stuff... That I'm not fussed about that I'm not even barely going to touch on to both of you. Yeah. Uh, the CW shows, they continue. Don't care. Um, Supergirl's finishing. They got the cast together to sort of do like a bit of a round table chat about like, oh, it's coming to an end. What Don't an adventure. Care. And they all seem like nice people. Yeah, this, um, I, I had some good times with Supergirl. The but... Flash is getting yellow boots. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you're talking about a previous relationship. We had good times, but it was a mutual separation. Yeah, we just grew apart. Um... <laughs> she wanted to fly to space. Yeah. I wanted to go to Denny's. It just, yeah, uh, you just... know, our paths deviated. Oh, now you're, now you're describing Elon Musk's relationship. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. So... Like that was fine. The Flash is getting some yellow boots. Good for you. That's that is ridiculous. How much of a fuss they are making about his yellow boots. Legends of Tomorrow's hit the hundredth episode mark. Good on him. I mean, um, talk about an uphill struggle. Like you thought that show was going to last a hundred episodes, but hey, I guess they really like it. No news on the GCPD HBO Max series, but we did get some news about uh, from the directors and writers and stars of the Blue Beetle film, which yeah. is an early production, which, which looks is great. It is Jaime Reyes. It is a costume that looks like the current comic book one. Yep. It's like, that's cool. Yeah. I'm excited to see this. Could um, be good. And be the good. HBO Max Batgirl film. Mm. Um, our lead star, her name's escaping me right now, but she's the lady who's just come out of In the Heights and she, like everyone thought she was great and she's now playing a superhero. Um, she's Batgirl, the scriptwriter, she was there and she had a lot to say about like, how excited she is and the directors had a lot to say about how excited they are, but no one could say anything about plot details, but they did confirm one thing. It will, it will feature Batman. Batman will be in of it. Of course it will. But what, the way they worded it was, he's the real Batman. What? Right. So it's like, is this DCEU? Or are they just going, ours is the only one that matters to us because this is the story we're telling. Which or... real Batman? <laughs> it's the, no, it's the, it's the actual real, <laughs> real life Batman. You know, the one that definitely exists in Gotham City. 
over in the States. Uh, over the over the bay from Metropolis. <laughs> Jason Momoa, Patrick Wilson, James Wan, a few others presented a featurette about the behind the scenes of Aquaman 2, uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. That's which, a film that's getting made. Which is getting made, but Amber Heard's in it, so never mind. Mm. And it's almost like they knew that, because in the featurette you see her briefly through a porthole at the end of a long shot of a set. That's where she's been. And that's <laughs> all you see. Every other principal cast member gets <laughs> interviewed, but she does not. They have to keep her away. From the rest of the cast at all times. It's not COVID protocol, it's a herd protocol. God. Uh, was the first look at Gwendolyn Christie and Lucifer. Go look at looks, like Gwen- looks like Gwendolyn Christie with a cool haircut. Batwheels is happening. Bat- there's, yeah. there's a three part animated Aquaman sort of animated mini series event. I just want to quickly much... say, I want to quickly say, I'm not, I don't really dislike Batwheels. I'm, <laughs> I just, I just want, just want to say that. Because I feel like I was a bit too hard on it earlier. How dare you? It just really um, wasn't for me, alright? Wait, wait um, is, is the Aquaman thing a, bat, a Batwheels thing? No, oh, but, it, but it's, it looks like it looks like Pendleton Ward got high okay, and, cool, cool. and redid Adventure Time, but with Aquaman in it. I like that. And there was a song about like singing to fish, and it looked Excellent. really funny. Um, and of course the chat hated it because it wasn't the Batman Is trailer. Aquaman going to be in Batwheels? Because I'd love to see what kind of vehicle he Oh, is. he'll be a boat. Or a submarine. But then he, but he can come onto land. Submarine. Bitch. What if he's one of them um, amphibious vehicles? Well, like Elon Musk. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Um, Trial of the Amazons is the first big Wonder Woman crossover event. It's kicking off in the comics next year. It's part of the 80th uh, anniversary celebrations of Wonder Woman. If you get a chance, do watch the panel for Wonder Woman between Patty Jenkins and Linda Carter. Because Gal Gadot was meant to be there, but she's busy, so she couldn't spend 10 minutes on Zoom, apparently. Yeah, but well, you know, also Israel to Patty Jenkins. Oh, well. Patty Jenkins. <laughs> oh no! Pa- Patty Jenkins very casually just reveals that Wonder Woman three is in production now. I can see why that might have been your question after Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Yeah, that was a disappointment. And Linda Carter needs <clears throat> different medication. Oh really? She she just rambles in this featurette. In you know how when you read a Trump transcript and hearing it's one thing, but reading it makes you realise that no coherent thoughts have sort of gone through her head before the words have left her mouth. I mean, didn't she lose her husband fairly recently? Yeah, Chris. Way to bring it down. <laughs> like, I'm just talking about the fact that... I'm just saying. She rambles in such a way that I look at it and I, I feel bad for the editor of the featurette because there was clearly no way to package it that felt actually when inspirational Linda wants or to come coherent. and do the featurette, just let her speak. But I think she's in the third film. Yeah, probably. And now I'm like, is she going to be okay doing this? Yeah. She was in Supergirl for a little massive, bit. Massive respect to Linda Carter, but it just was like... It, Lucy and I were sat there watching this going, <clears throat> the fuck is she saying? Look, I didn't see Linda Carter, but, like... I, I mean, I have saw Ezra Miller, and... Is, are we <laughs> we'll get to him. <laughs> uh, Bruce, Tim, Matt Reeves, and J.J. Abrams revealed... J.J. Abrams revealed their new animated series, Batman Caped Crusader. Cool, Ooh. is that going to, like, finish at any point? JJ <laughs> Abrams just gonna fuck it up again. Well, here's the thing: we are steadily learning through all the DC animated original movies that maybe Bruce Tim wasn't the genius behind Batman the animated series. Mm. Maybe he was one of the things that made it good. He was just but on his own, not so much. So adding JJ yeah. Abrams on top of that is not giving me any confidence with this new Batman animated show. I, which the only give, thing they give us a look at is the poster. It looks like the old school, like, 30s wider cowl. Yeah. They're setting it in a more kind of mob-heavy villain thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the facial, like, 
design of the character is just that's the animated series. The feature so, was just full of looks at the animated series. They're nice. trying to get us to go, you like that? You'll like that? But then I'm like, I've seen you, the I mean, DC animated originals in recent years and they're not good. That's the thing so. with Bruce Tim. You will get quality work out of him, but only if you let him draw a petite woman with really pointy boobs. They do have like real pointy boobs. As long as he's doing that, he's happy. Does that include like men with massive shoulders? Oh yeah. All these men are triangles. <laughs> like very tall isosceles. <laughs> and, then, and if you get a ponytail on Nightwing... Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Um, I always feel so inadequate. <laughs> Looking at how, how broad-shouldered these men are. <laughs> Young Justice Phantoms uh, gets its trailer and it looks good, like Young Justice has been. It looks like an interesting show. Oh, I thought it was a bomb in Phantoms, yeah. Titans confirms a, th- uh, a third and fourth series. Fourth series for both, fa- for both Titans and Doom, Doom Patrol. Patrol, which, um, to be fair, was the most fun trailer of the night, and it was just a series three is nearly over. By the way, you can stream the first three series on online. It's like, yay, this looks fun. Doom Patrol. You. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, um, who's Cyborg? Jovian Wade just very openly goes booyah in the in the behind the scenes footage as himself, cool. and you go, see, he's not offended by being given a catchphrase people associate with the character. Booyah! Like that's not to undercut. Ray Fisher's experiences on Justice League, but that whole thing of I'm not saying booyah, I was like, what? why not? Why? What's... Why not, Ray? Deliver it, deliver it however you like. Deliver it sarcastically, stoically. It's Ray. The problem is when just somebody not a catchphrase. Need to say booyah. Oh god, you say yes. Well, we stand with Ray Fisher. We do, but we also say that if you're going to do accountability, is more important than entertainment. Why is Amber Heard and Jared Leto in your productions? The point is. Oh! Speaking of, let's get to the fucking John Lennon in the room. The John uh, Lennon! <laughs> The Flash, <laughs> a.k.a. we're all excited to see Keaton's Batman yes. again, and that's all the focus is Why? on. Yeah, it just it just smacks of this character. We don't believe that this character can stand on his own in a film. So Which, we're doing Flashpoint so we can use so a Batman. We're adding an extra Flash, and yeah. even then that wasn't and enough. And Supergirl, who gets no spotlight in the trailer. There's a, The DCEU Supergirl debuts in this movie. Two Flashes, a Supergirl, and two Batmen does not yeah. a team make. Yeah. No sign of Affleck, but we've we've seen that he's been shooting. Well, we know he's in it, yeah. Yeah. But like so. before you get into that though, like the clip of Ezra Miller beforehand. <laughs> I keep going back to it because we watched it just before that we started recording. Silk, silk t-shirt, silk and t-shirt, all velvety mm-hmm. in that. Uh, giant denim jacket, sleeveless, no less. Sleeveless and pretty bold of him to wear a choker, a leather choker with giant rings, and it looks like a gimp neck collar. Yeah, this probably a, is. This ain't me fashion shaming. It's just when I hear the words Ezra Miller and choker in the same sentence, I suddenly remember why I don't like him. And also, the most important thing about the Flash coming next year is that you'll be seeing him in the cinemas. Oh yeah, he makes yeah, that really like clear. that's that's. I, I'm I'm so not gonna weird. to um, you know yuck anyone's dress sense, but um, it was his kind of. Behavior. It, it was the it, attitude it was and the, the attitude wasn't it? of it. it, it, it look, I've never seen anyone like who less wants to sell a movie than yeah. than Ez, Ezra Miller in so, that clip there. I, d- I, I don't mean, know whether he would, he'd just done like a day of shooting or something. To be fair, they but, have been trying to get this made for like six years. Yeah, he's been involved in every iteration of it as the star, and for the last like three iterations as the co-writer. Hmm. Um, it was just like, look, we we've been filming this thing. It's still getting made. This <laughs> we, we don't, don't have enough footage for look, a teaser. So here's a teaser. We don't have enough trailer. We don't have enough move, movie for a trailer. We don't have enough footage for a teaser. So have uh, this, I guess. And then like probably just sort of walks off. <laughs> yeah, just like they probably cut that bit before he just sort of 
walked off someone else back into the shadows. <laughs> reasons to be reasons to be remotely excited about this. Andy Muschietti's co-written and is directing it, and I really liked his adaptations of it. So, yay! I like no, the idea of a horror. Dir- it what? It chapter two. Oh right, right, right. Was right. And I and what I really. Oh my god! And I, who's on stage? And I. No, I, I, like, I like horror directors getting to work on these superhero properties because it worked great for David F. Sandberg for Shazam, Scott yeah. Derrickson for Doctor Strange. So I'm like, yes, good, but you're also heavily reliant on us giving uh, all the shits about Keaton's Batman being in it. Mm. My favourite cinema Batman. My favourite movie Batman. I love him. He's great. My favourite I shouldn't be giving a shit about just him for the first ever movie about The Flash. It needs to... It's really weird. It, it needs to weird, be a separate movie. They need to just do like a film about film. an old Keaton Batman, except for the fact that they've done retired Batman for the last, like, seven Batman movies. <laughs> like, do we need to see that at this well, point? Well, hey, if you... if you, By the way, Ezra Miller still hasn't apologised for choking that fan. If yeah, you yeah. really want to... I just have to should be opening point. every podcast with that. <laughs> yeah, if you really, if you really want to... Um, dwell on them using a concept and beating it into the ground. Evil Superman uh, shows up Yay. in the trailer for um, Suicide Yay. Squad Kill the Justice League, which relies super heavily on tickling your nostalgia buttons for another Batman thing Yay. by opening with the same shots from Batman Arkham Asylum, but with cop cars. And uh, and uh, no gameplay means I'm not interested yet. Like I, I need I to see gameplay to give a shit. I appreciate mm. that Rocksteady have been working on this for so long, but I don't. Care. Mm. I don't care. Do you think he cares? Uh, it's just. I don't think he cares. Like, who wants this? Can't be sure. Who is this for? Like Harley. It's set in the Arkhamverse. See, Penguin's Penguin, but now he's got DeVito hair for some reason. Um, and Harley looks like Margot Robbie now instead of Harley from the games. And Deadshot's been recast, which if it's just a reflection of the voice actor, fair enough. Like good call. Why not? But. King Shark looks like Drax and talks like Drax and not like King Shark. Uh, Boom- like Drax Boomerang's like the Drax. new 52 style, so he's got speeds to powers. Apparently that's in the gameplay. The only intriguing thing in this really is, oh, boss fights against the Justice League could be inventive with you being like absolutely on, on as the underdogs in those fights. That mm. could be interesting. But like Matt said, it's just Evil Superman again. Oh, also with Evil Flash and Evil Green Lantern and, and evil presumably Wonder Evil Wonder Woman. And the corpse uh, of Batman. Yeah. Um, speaking of the corpse of Batman, <laughs> uh, Gotham Knights trailer, full story trailer debuts. I, 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 I am excited more for this one. I think it's just because mm. it's... Yeah, this is more about you. It's vibrant. No, but like it's vibrant. <laughs> it's focusing on Robin, Nightwing, Red Hood and Batgirl as the main characters, which doesn't happen often in video games. So it's nice to like have that different perspective. It's got a purple Batgirl. In the New or, 52, or like, bat, yeah. Bat Gurple, as I like to say. Bat Gurple. Fucking hell. Court of Owls look nice and creepy. Court of Owls Penguin, Owls. Penguin just looks like a shorter version <laughs> of, uh, of Colin Farrell's from the trailer we'll talk about. Like, I, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. But I, that, out of the two, that's the one I'm more interested in. Because mm. I'm intrigued to see what an RPG with these characters is going to be like. It's going to be like that. Very true. Catwoman yeah. Hunted trailer was DC animated original. What do you fucking expect? Yeah. Um... The Superman's motto was changed. Yes, to which I like. Truth, Truth justice, and, and a better, better tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, which what, was it? Something before? Truth, Truth justice in the, in the American, American way. way. Oh no! <laughs> so you, know exa- you know exactly who's annoyed by this. That has certain then. connotations. Exactly. Now, yeah. 
Yeah. But, it, but, but it, all, the, all the patriots are too embarrassed to admit that, that or admit that they might be at fault. So they're only, annoyed about it. That only became, it only became truth, justice, and the American way in the in the World War Two era radio show. Yeah. Fight for truth, justice, and the American way. And then it was changed back to truth and justice. Mm. And then, in the 50s, the Cold War, they changed it back to truth, justice, and the American way. Yeah, and, you know, they've left Afghanistan now, so they can't... Yeah. You need a wartime motto. It's a kind of the patriotism, and that's why uh, one of the reasons I feel Americans are very patriotic generally is because and uh, <laughs> generalizing nicely here. No, <laughs> yeah, but, but it's the same. It, the same sort of people that get annoyed when they realize he's an immigrant and deny it, and yeah, the same people getting annoyed that he's not fighting for the American way anymore. It's kind of it's, exacerbated by that kind of war wartime mentality. Yeah. Um, when you're having fights with people. Let's talk about um, pop culture again, sorry. Yeah. It's fine as well. Milestone Comics and, and their heroes, including Static Shock, are getting brand new series and an animated movie. Uh, there's also a live action one in the planning stages. Shocking. Awesome. Kind of telling that 30 years after the Milestone line originally launched, we're still having to go, and we want to give a voice to black creators because there isn't one in the industry. Because we did it 30 years ago and then stopped pushing for it. Yeah. So we're doing it again. On the upside, creators who were involved in that original push are like spearheading this one. Yes. So, good. <laughs> like, fucking good. Good. Peacemaker. That looks good. It HBO does look Max good. series. Spin-off from uh, The Suicide Squad. Uh, I love John Cena. John Cena being very John Cena. <laughs> I.e. like Dwayne Johnson for people who like improv. Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Is that he's yeah. charismatic? Yeah. He can do the action, and he's a good improv comedian. Uh, and it's like good. This he is, is very, fun. He is very charismatic. James Gunn's directed a chunk of the episodes and written the whole series. Yep. He wrote it in the first lockdown last year out of boredom, which I find hilarious. He just wrote it and then went to HBO Max and went, "Um, I've got an idea for a Peacemaker show. Here's all six scripts." And they went, "How much?" He was like, "Uh, budget probably about this big." They went, "Go make it." God, I, I wish like, I was great. that productive in the lockdown. <laughs> it's insane, isn't it? It's insane. Oh. So it looks really fun. Um, the little eagle, her, who is called Eagly, by the way. It's called Eagly. Is that eagle in the Suicide Squad? Because I've, I've not seen him. It's now, not. Uh, uh, I'm eagerly yeah. awaiting Eagly. Ah, very good. Mm. Very good. No, but there is an adorable rat called Sebastian in the Suicide oh, Squad. Oh, yes. Sebastian? Yes. Sebastian the rat. Excellent. You should you should see the, the Suicide it's, Squad when you get a chance. It is. Okay. It's it's the best DCEU movie. Yeah, it's the down. best DCEU. Yeah, I, I, it's I, like that, then Wonder Woman, if you forget that there's a sequel. And then... Um, <laughs> no, that, then Shazam. Then Shazam. Oh, Shazam, then, then Wonder Woman, then Birds of Prey. Yeah. yeah. So. And, that, and that's it. That's Birds all Prey, you yeah. need to watch. I, I and they're in full colour and in full widescreen. They're, yeah. not, they're not in a little box in black and white. There's no Suicide is Great edition. No. But then I can't... Like... I, then I have to like bulge my eyes like a lizard in order to see the whole screen. <laughs> That's what the Snyderverse is no, all about. No, you need to sit further back, Billy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stop! Stop going up to the TV. Your nose doesn't have to touch the TV screen. <laughs> explains all those neck cramps. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I have not seen the Suicide Squad because it was like down back at the sort of time when cinemas were opening up again, and I didn't really want to pay extra on to watch it on the TV and. Um, I wasn't really ready to go to the cinema until Venom 2 came out. Yeah, well, we'll get there. Uh, Hopefully sometime this well, year. It's out on home media, like, in the next couple of weeks. So I recommend. I hard recommend. Okay. Hard recommend. Uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods showed us a little sneak peek behind the scenes. And Black Adam. Uh, There's a segue coming. 
get, get it's to fine. it quicker. We'll fix it. We'll fix it in post. There's a behind-the-scenes <laughs> feature of Shazam Fury of the Gods, presented by Asher Angel and Zachary Levi, and it looks really fun. They've obviously upped the budget. There's a bit more visual effects. They're going up against, like, uh, Greek mythological monsters. There's, like, Cyclopses and, and um, you know, Krakens and God knows what in it, and Helen Mirren's the villain. Cool. It's a great sentence. Don't care. And then... Wait, what? <laughs> get on with it! Shazam's the second best one. Don't care. I want to talk about Venom! Black Adam happened. Uh, Dwayne Johnson presented a, a first look at Black Adam. It feels like this movie's been in production for ten fucking years. Almost as long as The Flash. Yeah, yeah. Except I like the lead of this movie. He's charismatic. Mm. There's a little mm. brief featurette where we talked to Piers Brosnan and other stars. We were playing characters like Doctor Fate and, and whatnot. Unlike anything I've ever seen before. Because that's the thing, too. Like, the, the film is apparently set over a different time period. Yeah, yeah. One of which would be the early 1900s with the Justice Society. Oh. So that's why you've got these other superheroes from, like, the classic era of DC. They're going to be an hour man. Uh, probably. Get Atom Smasher. Probably. We You're get definitely getting Dr. Fate because Piers Brosnan's Dr. playing Fate. him. I'm Dr. Fate. I'm going to wear a bill on my head. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um... <laughs> So who's Black Adam then? Is he just like he's a, a villain? Is, he's is Shazam's he's, greatest villain. So he's naughty Shazam. Yeah, basically. Yeah, naughty's an understatement. I think he. I think that film should be rebranded. But he's like naughty he's Shazam. like the 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 regent of a fictional, sometimes African, sometimes Asian nation. It's like on the border. I think between, I think they're sort of settling on Egyptian. Now yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. It's like, it seems it's not, to me it's on the border between like. East Africa and Western Asia. He was he was like one of the first ones to be imbued by the power of the Rock of Ages and everything. Cool. Um, yeah. And then went and murdered a shitload of people with it. So he was like entombed by the yeah. wizard is Shazam he, and all of his mates. Is he like a re- reverse in that? Like maybe is he is he like an old man who then says <laughs> Black Adam? No, he and he, then sort of, he becomes Black he Adam. Actually, actually, I think. Isn't he an older guy and he transforms into this younger being? Maybe, I don't know. It dep- <laughs> the thing is with DC, they, re- <laughs> they reboot their shit so often, I don't know which version they're going to go okay. with. But yeah. basically he's evil Shazam and a post credit scene for one of the two movies I've just mentioned will inevitably set up the fourth film in that mini-series and mm. those two will be a thing. And I'm fine with that because I want to watch super serious, taking it way too seriously, Dwayne Johnson Look, fight I- Zachary <laughs> Levi in a muscle suit goofing around. I'm I- happy to see I that. I like The Rock. I saw him in the Scorpion King. I'll see him in this. <laughs> <laughs> no. If and you... finally, the Twatman. Uh, the... Someone else described this trailer. Because my description so... of it is whelming. So, um, I. What, so... I, I mean, what I'd say is like, if there was any doubt that I was bisexual before this trailer, it was immediately erased. By Robert Bat, by Rob Bat Batten Bat, Mr. Batman, <laughs> Mr. Batman, Mr. Re- Batman was my father, <laughs> who's dead. I didn't realise that the internet's adopted Rob Bat Batten Bat as yeah. the nickname, and not Robert Battinson or no, Arbats, which Rob Bat Batten seems Bat. like a given. Rob Bat Batten Bat, and at one point in the trailer, he uses a fucking bat. Yeah, he's hitting dudes with a bat. They know. Yeah. So you guys got a kick from this trailer, then. It you guys actually, like the look of it. It was actually a baseball-themed uh, hero originally. Uh, he's, he's, <laughs> he was the uh, Batman. Do you think a baseball and then the bat flew through his window yeah. as a child and that? Yes, father. Him. I shall become a baseball. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a child, I used to dream of being at baseball. No, it, it just looks like it just looks like a oh, self-destructive prick, uh, Batman. 
being mm. self-destructive eyeliner-wearing prick, and I am here for it. Mm-hmm. I think Colin Farrell looks like he's having a hell of a time. It's weird that they're not sure all those prosthetics. Yes, it's weird that they're not showing us Paul Dano's face. Yeah, well, we saw it, but just in green leather. Yeah, exactly. Because um, it doesn't show you his face. They, they make a point of cutting away from his face as the thing mm, lifts, mm. As, the, as the barrier lifts. Um, so maybe he isn't the Riddler. Maybe he's the Joker. No, he's no, the, no. Is the is the Riddler? They're just they're, they're prick teasing us. It's it's yeah, you it. know. Maybe I, he's just got a question mark scar down his face. Oh god, could you imagine if they're gonna go that far? Fuck. Maybe he's know. got it in his in his forehead. Because what there. we need is more like. People who have deformities are villains. Yeah. Narratives. Yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, it doesn't. It makes you evil, doesn't it? Oh God. When you when you when your body's crooked. I have I have I I, I have reservations now. Uh, the teaser trailer from last year, I I adored. Mm. I, I love it. Um, I just I've I've got reservations now. I'm like I I just I'm so bored of completely grounded Batman concepts, and this trailer kind of confirms that they're going for that Nolan esque. I don't know. Realism I think we might vibe. get a bit weird. Oh, the, oh, they're, they're we might definitely get a bit weird. they're definitely leaning into into being more character led and the, the further extremes of vengeance and revenge. Yeah. Like the bat signal is a symbol of hope. You see the bat signal in the sky, you know that the streets are going to be safe tonight. And in this trailer, they make a big point of saying it's not like you know it's whatever. It's a warning. You're like mm. it's, it isn't. This is like zero zero year Batman, isn't you, it? He's, uh, yeah, it's second yeah. you, second year. He's two second year, year. two years in, and he's um. You corpse paint wearing motherfuckers still, gonna get tasered. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. I I think Zoe Kravitz looks fucking phenomenal as Selena what Kyle. About, oh right. Mm. So yeah. I thought just in general. Uh, in the panel before the trailer went during the fandom event, she's like asleep throughout the whole panel. Brilliant. Like every time someone else, Matt Reeves or Robert Pattinson's talking, she's just sort of closing her eyes and looking down. And every time I was distracted looking at her, going, Why did the editor just use a two shot of the you, other you wait, two? You, you wait until we start talking about Venom 2. Sleepy <laughs> Zoe! Oh, so so you, you've got that side of it all. Uh, then on top of that, um, we had the revelation as well that Robert Pattinson apparently did his final screen test in a bat suit. But the bat suit they had to hand at Warner's in LA was. Kilmer's Batsuit. Oh yeah, that's definitely the only one they had was the one with the nipples. <laughs> Did you I organize wonder. the screen test? Like, uh, I sh- this Batman is absolutely going to push all my buttons, but just to be sure, there's still time. Give him nips <laughs> to, to digitally <laughs> add the nipples. If they can do it for Harley Quinn. They can do it for Robert Pattinson. The, the screen <laughs> test will be a extra feature on the DVD. Yeah, just it'll be an Easter egg. I was trying to figure out what about his design really is wigging me out. Like something fell off and I figured it's it out. Good. It, no, it, it's good. It's the jaw. It's the jaw. He's the first Batman since West to not have like the, the cheek and the jaw covered up. Yeah, good. No, but I, no, his face. God, he thinks I'm complaining. I was just saying it's weird. Well, it's, to it's be fair, weird. half the time you open your mouth, you are complaining. Just you fucking wait, <laughs> boys. Exactly. We're nearly there. Uh, so that's DC Fandom. All in all, not worth four hours of your time. And there should have been way more yeah. focus on the comic books. So I'm sorry that's we took the four hours to explain it. That's the shit that's dying. So focus on the comic books. Um, Five comic books. And also, if you go on Matt Reeves' Twitter, he's posted a link to the Batman trailer on Vimeo, and you can watch it in 4K. You're welcome. Tasty. Mm-hmm. Speaking nice. of tasty... I don't have any 4K-capable devices. Oh. Or, or eyes. No, me neither, but my, it's better than YouTube my, compression. My, my eyes are only 1080p compatible. <laughs> <laughs> In other news, 
Doctor Who's bizarre social media blackout saga concluded with the reveal of the series name being Flux. Uh, We have since had a freaking trailer trailer and a bunch of stills uh, featuring monsters and creature effects from the show. Do we have to talk about this fucking show? Can we not just watch it? Yes, it was any good. Because the trailer looked nice. <laughs> That's all you need. The trailer looked nice. It, um, it looked yeah, nice. It, did look nice, it looks interesting. It did look we still nice. don't really have any idea what it's about, but it's two it's weeks away, so fine. What's Whatever. About, you in? You're the resident experts. What's this? Right, genuinely, what's the swarm thing? I've completely missed that. Sontaran. No, no, what is it? Weeping angels. Where's it? Ass. <laughs> Rectum. <laughs> My butt. <laughs> Swarm come from? Everyone's been talking Chris about Chibnall. Swarm. Chris Chibnall used it in an interview. He was like, describe series 13 in one word, and I think he said Swarm. Yeah, but that was before they changed the subtitle to Flux. No, what he meant was Shwarma. Shwarma. He was just really hungry and uh, wanted to go and get I some I ate food. my Shwarma once and it gave me the Flux. Oh! <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. Um... Okay, so so people are taking it as an acronym for all the monsters that are going to I have no up. idea. I, I kind of feel like it's a bit of a dumb idea, but it's a dumb show, isn't it? So, uh, <laughs> so where does the Ood fit into Swarm? Wherever it swarm. wants. Swarm! <laughs> Swarmo. Swarmo. Oh, I don't know. I, don't, I think that's just a silly fan theory doing the rounds. Wait, there's um, plenty of those. Yeah, 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 it's not like we have that often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the series artwork looks nice. Yeah. Um, the I've... trailer looks looks good. There's some cool stuff. I just like the fact there's bright colours in it, yeah. to be honest. Like, <laughs> distracted by the flashing I'm lights. Right. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, there's not as many washed out shots in the trailer, and I'm hoping that's indicative of what we're going to get, because mm. like, I like it when it's bright and colourful, and I, I, remembers I, it's a fucking kids show that should be entertaining and visually yeah. gripping. You know? Yeah, it's nice when it does that. Mm. Um, I thought visually it was very, very impressive. Um, my main thought watching it was like, oh, I can't wait to have this, but like, with Russell writing it. I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, the Doctor Who needs good writing, but like, I just really miss having characters that I can fully buy into. Well, because um, that's the only thing lacking for me in Chib- Chibbers, era. Chibbers has got nine episodes to absolutely knock it out of the park and make us go, do you know what? Wasn't a fan of the first two series, but that last series and the specials were really good. So maybe he'll surprise us. Uh, yeah. Your faces say that you agree that that's a possibility. I hope so. They really don't say that. Yeah, he can. Um, not concern me. <laughs> like Robert Pattinson. <laughs> not, not quite the same way. <laughs> then again, then again, Chim, Chim, Chimnall, Chimnall scrubs up well. Did you see the pictures from the rap party? No. What of him as the Kablam Man? As the Kablam Man? <laughs> He's just the Kablam Man. Uh, Jody dressed as Miles Morales um, yeah, from did. Into the Spider-Verse. Good last Jody. Uh, and Mandip Gill dressed as that Kim Kardashian Met Gala outfit where she was like in a basically a onesie with a ponytail coming out of the car. <laughs> It's like good. It looks like they had fun at the rap party, and also mm. Jodie's rapped. She's she has filmed her last scenes in the role, and the internet, of course, has immediately taken that as oh, so she filmed a regeneration scene on the last day. It's like no, that's not how filming mm. works, people. She probably filmed it four weeks ago for Christ's sake. Yeah, and sake. also just to clarify, she didn't rap in a kind of Laura Kunzberg way, just <laughs> not in an embarrassing way. Just, <laughs> just the filming finished. Yeah, it's done. Um, it's done. She, it's over. And she went and Graham Norton and wasn't able to say too much about it. Yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> oh, no. Shame. She, she she's. Oh, where did I hear this? Was it one of you two that said this? But she has filmed her regeneration scene, but she 
hasn't met the 14th Doctor, so that implies that it's a similar deal to Eccleston and Tennant. Yeah, well, she, she said, it was on Graham Norton, she said that she didn't meet Peter Capaldi until, like, four months after she'd filmed her half of the regeneration scene when they bumped into each other. Mm. Um, so it's not uncommon for them to be shot separately. It's not like Peter and Colin where it's like, right, get off the floor, Peter, Colin, lie down, come on in, come on in. You know, it's, it's they just... Lie down and loosen your clothing, Colin. Sylvester, right, lie Sylvester down, Sylvester, in. Colin, Colin, get out of the UK. <laughs> <laughs> Leave, Colin. Leave. Leave. Um, I banish you from my kingdom, <laughs> said JNT. <laughs> <laughs> he swept his Hawaiian shirt cloak. Be gone from the fiefdom of who? <laughs> the wise man who hires people because they're good at weddings. Um, that being said, we all love Colin. We're not mocking Colin, but anyway. Um, well, no, and, Ezra Miller, and Ezra Miller still not apologise for joking that fan. We're not, we're not mocking him right now. <laughs> not in this moment. Not in this moment. Not in this time or place. But I reserve the right to mock Colin Baker at another point. So. How dare you? That man, has, that man has a noble brow. I'm not saying he doesn't. Um, so, yeah, it, it looks good. Uh, Santaran resign. What do we think? Yeah, nay. Three, two, one. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, we've like been angels Santarin. are back. What do we think? Yeah. Sure. Uh, fine. The best use of them ever is the Lonely Assassins. I played that on the Edge of Reality this week, and one was incredible, and the other was the Edge of Reality. Cool. Um, so that's good. Cool. Uh, what else, my ass? Um, no. Oh, the, the, the skull-looking things look cool. The, the reptiliany skull. Yeah, I'm That's interested nice to see effect. what they do with it. I really like how his shoulders are kind of like dislocated from yes, his body. Yeah. I wonder if like it would be really cool if they did some like cool puppetry stuff going on there. Well, mm. that's where with, the budget went for the other three episodes that were announced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, Cybermen are back as well. I didn't even notice them in the first yeah. viewing. So um, there they are, and we're gone. We've seen plenty of. They're getting the money's with that those costumes. They're good. I oh, like those, yeah. that design. They're, of course, because the we'd, we'd only seen them for like ten minutes, haven't we? Yeah, they're the yeah. first design that I've um, that feel like a a different kind of an actual different show rather than like. Sorry, I'm getting a bit distracted because this dog's licking me. Yeah. <laughs> she does that. Um, no, they're the first design that don't feel like it's just like the Russell T Davies. Cybermen redesigned slightly. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. They yeah. feel much more like their own thing. It's a bit bulkier, a bit more metallic. Don't like being electrocuted by the half man, half Cyberman. Yeah. What was that about? I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, he must be harsh. Like, what, he's got to be a bad Cyberman if he makes other Cybermen scream. With the the. Oh yeah. And he was like, "Why is he doing that?" Ah, uh, just shits and gigs, I guess. Bad right. I mean, biting. That CGI awesome, was bad writing. <laughs> At some point, we need to go into like how. I mean, like you know, you can say stuff is bad writing when it is, but I feel like a vast amount of discourse at the moment is people saying bad writing when they don't like a show. Yeah. Uh, or they don't yeah. like a direction a show's gone in. It can still be good writing, like you know, the, the costumes don't count as bad writing. <laughs> CGI isn't bad writing. Women isn't bad writing. Women isn't bad writing. <laughs> the WOMS is not bad writing. So, like, I'm trying to I'm trying to watch myself there. Because, um, not about women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't, want, about, we don't want a repeat of the incident, Billy. Really. I, I try not to talk about... <laughs> try not to talk too much about, like, writing too much, because people are talking about it enough. 
Yeah. That's just where I am mentally at the moment. That's well, fair. in a completely separate topic that has nothing to do with analysing the quality of anything. No, hello, here we uh, go. Emails? <laughs> no, emails? no, we can't go to emails yet. We've oh, a very shit. important thing. We've got to talk about. What follows is a spoiler-heavy discussion of, as Billy said earlier, some of it doesn't really fucking matter <laughs> about spoilers, because it's... Well, I don't know, because I think this has been the cinematic triumph of the last... <laughs> three hours um it's <laughs> it's been the best film i've watched in the cinema for the last two years <laughs> um, what, what else did you say? was the last time you went to the cinema uh 2019 <laughs> there we are <laughs> venom to let there be more than wheels uh, carnage that... let there be carnage and don't you worry listener that that phrase does get used in the movie Take a shot glass and fill it with water for safety. Take it's, a shot glass, uh, smash it, <laughs> eat um, it, eat and it, eat improve the shot your experience. We gathered together with we God. should we should take a we should take a drink for uh, for Dan and John who are dearly Sadly, departed no from this us. room. <laughs> they're not here because uh, they're not here. So boys, this is for you. I haven't got any any drinks. Some liquid sound. Hang on, liquid sound. Oh, okay. There you go, boys. Mm. Um, uh, but we, we gathered together to watch the original Venom in 2018. Well, rather, you three took Matt and I to see Venom yeah, and we'd then already sat us down it, to record we, it. We wanted to spread it. <laughs> do you think that's something that you'll do with Venom, let there be carnage? No, I don't think so, actually. <laughs> <laughs> is, it not, is, is it not worth spreading? Uh, th- I mean, the, this is just at this point in time, I don't want to watch it again, but I have just watched it, so... That might be why. So... Venom, Venom, Venom follows Venom. Venom. Eddie's interviewing a serial Venom. killer Cleus Cassidy in prison. Cleus Cassidy get, bites him at one point, and then for some reason the symbiote has a child and it's never explained or referenced. And then Avi Arad wanks off while two blurs made of CGI Listen. bash into each other in a church, and also Shearsmith is there for some reason. So this, And then the credits roll. This movie's like 90 minutes long. There will be spoilers. Heads up again. I, yes, this is the final spoiler warning for Venom, not the Carnage. Uh, this this movie's like 90 minutes long and lots of stuff happens in it but and not a lot of that stuff actually relates to other stuff that's happening over the course of the movie nor is it it's ever set like, up or paid off or explained it just no sort of it's happens. just a series of events yeah that's, you want to talk about bad writing <laughs> this plot has is just all over but stuff just happens I didn't like how Carnage looked the writing was terrible and the writing was terrible <laughs> you ass <laughs> however I will say this for it I think the people who were making this had a fucking great time. Oh doing god, it. yeah, that came across. And yeah. I, I, I had a lot. Of fun I had a lot watching it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I don't fun. think it's come across yet, but I, I really enjoyed Venom too. I... I'm not saying it was like a good film. No, but... no, far from. Far but it is did, not. It a is good a film. it is a solid four out of ten territory, but they use every bit of those four. Oh man, points it's, out of it's 10. a lot. It's a, it is. <laughs> Uh, uh, unlike the first film, a riot. I thought it was just a phage, but a real scream. Lasher. How hard do I have to throw Lasher. This? Lasher. How hard do I have to throw Lasher. this Hulk fist stress reliever at you? Who's to the do other one? Damage? There's How five in there. Know. The Life Foundation symbiotes. I don't know. Scream? I said scream. Scream, phage. Scream, phage, riot, lasher, and. 
Mr. Slime. Tiki That'll Winky. do. That will do. Mr. I, could, Slime. I could turn around and pull a book off the shelf, but I'm not going to. No. Fuck it. No, um, fuck it. Where is, like, um, the first Venom seem to, like, do... Sorry. Right. Yeah, just that's the noise I make when I hear about that movie. <laughs> Don't mention that name again. Where is when the first movie <laughs> seemed to do like a lot of fun stuff by accident? Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like there was, yeah. it was, it was very um, conflicted tonally. Yes. Um, and I think they went away from the reaction to that first film took out what people liked and pushed it 100% in that direction which yep. is like the only way that I think you could approach a Venom sequel like turn turn up the friendly um, childlike Venom cookie monster character yeah, yeah. 100% I, I am really, also, I'm behind all of the creative decisions they made with it it is Agony is the fifth symbiote okay, sorry there yeah, thanks there cheers sorry, had to be the done. inquiring minds did want to know there's someone um, listening who's going oh, thank fucking oh god yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh the agony has given me pleasure um, so that's how we arrived <laughs> right feet to have you arrived right now so this this is I, yeah as, as Billy so so rightly says oh, fuck. they have just dialed up the bonkers to 11 in this it mm. is so but it leans so much into the weirdness that was the best bit about the first one, I think. Something that um, the script writer does brilliantly and Andy Serkis sets up brilliantly. One, one of the few things that they set up yeah. in the movie that then explain things going forward is early on there's a scene where Eddie Brock dives into a cubicle at the police station bathroom <laughs> and Venom and he have an argument. And even though Venom is visibly floating in front of him, you then... Uh, cut to the perception of a lady in the next cubicle freaking out because this bloke's just barged in and is arguing with nothing. Yeah, that she can't hear Venom. Yeah. Which begs the question, is Venom physically there? Yeah. Or is it just what he's seeing? Yeah. Well, these are all answers that should be made in the third one. Yeah. After this yeah. response. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, this this film doesn't actually bother to explain most of what's going on. And that's fine by me. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, Chris was saying earlier that, like, we could have had a scene that explained this and a scene that explained that. I think I'm, I'm happy with it being, like, a, not one minute longer than it currently, yeah, yeah. currently is. Just a stream of consciousness <laughs> nonsense. Like, the, would the film really have been, be- been better if they'd, like, explained things a bit more? Probably not. I mean, it's very economical filmmaking. So economical to the point where it just cuts a lot of the actual structure that you would need for a traditional narrative. It is 90 minutes long. (laughs) It's 90 minutes long and it barrels at a pace so they can fit as many screenings of it into one day in each screen. Oh boy, do they. That's why it's economical. And I think that was... Based on the fact Tom Hardy's not bad-mouthed any cut material on this press tour compared to the first film, I think this was made deliberately to be a fast-paced... Look, Andy, what we need you to do is basically just direct a fucking theme park ride and get it out there. This movie's so fast-paced, it gave me fucking whiplash. Yeah, that's all we need. Decisions will be made along the way that make people go, wait, what? But you just then carry on and ignore them. You carry on and ignore them. Well, unless you're Um, you. Unless it's me. You're going to obsess about them for the next three weeks. I can't fucking help it, man. I I I did not like the first one. I enjoyed the experience of watching it. Oh, I didn't like the first every one. Two minute, every two it. minutes, you and me both went, what? And looked over to see three eager puppy faces <laughs> smiling at us as we as, as our befuddlement grew. I was a loser too, I did. All right, but I'm just a loser. I, like you. I like, think... This is the origin of Venom. Oh, my God. I think I spent most of this film chuckling. 
Oh, yeah. Just, just and solidly and like, chuckling. So, some unintentional laughs, but also yeah, a lot a of handful. jokes that do land. Yes. Yeah. Way more than accidental ones. Yeah. Just, this is yeah. This is a film that I don't think this is trying to take itself particularly seriously. Yeah. I, it, I mean, I don't know whether fuck I'm Fuck being... this guy! <laughs> like, just, just certain <laughs> moments where, like, they play on the inner monologue as a, as a point of comedy. Yeah. Um, the Mrs. Chen relationship is quite funny. The mm. shop owner... Just want you to think about it too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just you, just like, you just can't think about it. The Venom um, symbiote hijacking random homeless people to yep. go to a rave. Again, don't think about that too much. Yeah, you can't yeah. think about it. They hate sound, but he stood right next to the PA system. Yeah. But don't no, think about it too much. Don't hate, think about it too much. Certain kind of sonics. Bullshit. Certain frequencies. Bullshit. His um, fire alarm goes off. He uses it at one point. There's a certain kind of sounds and a certain certain kinds of things that are in chocolate and also brains. <laughs> oh my god! The fact they try and explain that that's why he likes brains because brains and chocolate share a certain chemical no don't explain it I'm all for that that's but, fine by me I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the nitpicky bullshit out of the way oh, please I'm gonna do. get it out of the way so we can just enjoy please enjoy do. this nonsense mm-hmm. um, I did thank you very much out loud to the to the people oh, okay, to cool. the people one when the Venom symbiote separated from Eddie it randomly talks in his Bane voice not the Venom voice I don't know why it just that does is, it's that really is weird. his Venom voice no because like, Venom spends the rest of the movie talking like this no it's, it is the same voice no, it's just like it changed the voice from the first film no no but Venom in the rest of the movie sounds completely in this movie sounds completely different from how he does for that two minutes where he's talking at the club on a microphone I don't well suddenly he sounds like the guy out of the intercourse I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say perhaps he's wondering where you would shoot a man before throwing him out of Venom I, too I did not I did not think Well, that. that's because you are blinded by your joy, and that's I'm totally doing, fine. I'm doing this gig for you, the people. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only Bane co- thing I can remember. That's what he said. Two, Tom Hardy's little finger on his right hand. Is he okay? It was distracting Fucking me. Hell. You and that little finger. <laughs> and that's not the first time I've said that sentence. What? I never watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> Three. Um, <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, three. Uh, fuck, I've lost my train of thought. Um, three. Good! The post- <laughs> Finally! Three. The, mid- the mid-credits. The mid-credits is utter bullshit and we will get into it. Um, four. Four. They never touch on what carnage is. He just starts referring to Venom as daddy at one point. So it's just it's just there. That's what um, I mean. Hey, oi, I'm getting the nitpicks out. You're making this section I, last well, longer. I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. And okay. The, that's part of the, the pacing being so quick. Yeah. They just miss out a lot of the connective tissue that would make some of this make sense. Yeah. But yeah Five. Continue. Five. They set up Toxin for some reason, despite casting... Like Stephen Graham, who is wonderful, but will definitely not be the lead of a new franchise well, anytime also, soon. They kind mm. of set up Toxin, but in the most shortcutty, hard, oh, yeah, handed yeah. way. Apparently, possible. Carnage has a baby symbiote, and we never see it happen. Yeah. And we also don't know it's a symbiote. His eyes just glow. Yeah. Uh, huh? Who knows? Um, point number six. Oh, dare's the dream. <laughs> mm. um, point number six. They don't lean heavily enough into the romance, just the bickering. I wanted to see them be cutesy with each other mm. a little bit more. I don't know. I think Wait, you're talking a... about Venom and Venom and Venom and Eddie. I, I yeah. think we got a bit of that. Like we get we get a bit of it at the end. Like it's really genuinely sweet. You've got to have some conflict. But the rest but of it's just domestic it's, abuse. It, it, it's, it's like this is weird. It to is watch. domestic abuse. Yeah. P- bad point number seven. Not enough chickens. Um, they weren't in the film I, long I'd enough. I'd say there's enough chickens. In a 90 minute movie, there was not enough chickens for my liking. I 
fucking love quality of chicken over quantity of chicken I think in this case Eddie Eddie Brock has bought two chickens for Venom to eat and Venom will refuse us to eat them because he loves them and called them Sonny and Cher yeah it's like that thing as soon as you name them you can't kill them (laughs) and he does kill other chickens yeah he does reluctantly he's in protest and he just spit the feathers out well because Um, they don't have brains they don't have enough brains oh god Uh, point number eight you kind of wasted Michelle again. Like, she didn't really get much to do. You should and have you called also... Michelle. Yeah, but she's in real life. Yeah, I know what I mean. Yes. That's why you didn't even use a character name. You just went I'm straight to the actress. Annie's like, Annie, yeah, what? Well, you know what I mean? And also, like... We got Femme Venom, point... though, again. Again, briefly. Al- Al- Algie with less a... accentuated female features. Yeah, Did you actually, notice that? They yeah, played yeah, down the much less cheesecake Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, and stop making her wear wigs, for fuck's sake, in every movie she's why in. Why do you wear wigs? When um, will you wear wigs? When Have you wear wigs? And my last nitpick, and this is the biggest nitpick. It is such a nitpick. Other Okay, runner-up. It should have been R rated because the bloodless kills for a creature that was that ferocious yeah, that was weird. were really pointless that and stupid. Weird. You could get away with it in the first one a little bit because they were more they cut around the violence a little more it, creatively. I, I found it very weird that this is with fifteen. There's only one bit in this entire one where you kind of like go, "Oh, that's kind of gruesome," and it's when you see a corpse in an alleyway that Cletus is like taking the clothes off of, yeah. and the head is clearly separated from the body. But it's still bloodless, but it's still bloodless. Um, my biggest nitpick is Woody Harrelson plays Carnage, Cletus Cassidy. He's clearly having fun. He's clearly having fun, right? But this is so... No, no, no. This is so indicative of the Avi Arad mentality with these characters <laughs> that he's wanted to, like, jerk off to since the 90s when he got the license for them with Toy Biz. I think you're projecting a little there, Chris. He's seen Woody Harrelson... Uh, listen to me here. He's I'm seen Woody Harrelson... This podcast will go on longer if you don't shut up and let me get this shit out of my system. I am listening to you! I will turn this car around. Just, just so you know, Matt and I are both on our phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like... He's seen Woody Harrelson in the 90s in Natural Born Killers. He's watched that movie. He's gone, that's my carnage. Mm. And then 30 years later has stuck to that. Despite the fact that Cletus Cassidy appears as a teenager in an opening scene in 1996, dubbed over weirdly by Woody Harrelson. He appears as a teenager in 1996 and then 20-ish years later is somehow the 60-plus-year-old Woody Harrelson. It's a weird decision when you could just set the flash back in the 80s or the 70s and do it that, <laughs> that way. David Bowie just transformed into <laughs> the 80s <laughs> or the <laughs> 70s. Take it into the 80s or the 70s. I just think that the role of carnage should be played by a younger man. Yeah, but at um, the same time, like, Tom Hardy is, like, implausibly sweaty for both films. Oh, my so. God, when the Venom symbiote and him break up and he's still sweaty and greasy. Yeah, exactly. It's like, why are you doing that? Make him look healthy and glowing. It's a belief, but, it, like, it doesn't, oh, you know, I don't let I that bother me. I think Tom Hardy just showed up to set unwashed. <laughs> I guess she's just like I just I just want to work I want to work on Tom Hardy this is what I do it's alright fine um, look at my little pinky finger I just it's, it's, it's really weird it's, there's weird decisions and I think the reason it bugs me is because I know I just know it's Avi Arad do you though Avi or are Arad, you projecting Avi Arad has been quoted as saying that his favourite movie is Natural Born Kills alright <laughs> I'll give you that. He's seen Woody Harrelson in that movie in the 90s and has stuck to his guns because Avi Arad just wants to... I'm lying about that, by the way. That's complete fabrication. Avi Arad just wants to jerk off to Venom and Carnage stuff he pictured in the 90s when he bought Marvel through Toy Biz and sold lunchboxes with Venom on. See this comic cover? See this comic I picked up last week in in Glastonbury? I bought it because it was the first image of Venom I ever saw that taught me how to draw Venom. It's the dumbest cover ever. 
It's so dumb. It's got Venom. It's for those listening at home. It's Spider- Amazing Spider-Man three hundred forty-seven. Venom is holding the skull of Spider-Man and saying, "Alas, poor Spider-Man, I killed him well." <laughs> Nitpick. You should be saying, "We killed him well." Secondly, um, it is the dumbest thing ever. It's so dumb, but I love it because it makes me laugh. This cover is this movie. It's dumb as fuck, and it made me laugh. Mm-hmm. But Avi Arad looked at this and thought it was high art. And that's been his mission statement ever since Toy Biz bought me. Who are you to say otherwise? <laughs> Christopher, I think you might I be... Just, I, oh. I, we've, been, we've been talking about Avi Arad on this podcast for Sorry, a, could a you say his time. name properly so I can understand uh, you? Sorry. We've been talking about Avi Arad. Avi Arad. On this podcast for a long time. And I think He's mates you... with Amy Pascal. Oh, she oh. is a naughty rascal. I they think... don't know how to make films. Da-da. Sorry. I think you might be a little too preoccupied with um, Avi Arad. In, in in the way that... That Cletus Cassidy is a little too preoccupied with Eddie Brock in the plot of Venom. Yeah, they don't explain it. And it's just like, they assume that... Remember that end credit scene you watched in the last movie? Well, like, that. Anyway, yeah, here we like, are. Oh, Eddie Brock... He's got a haircut. But Cletus <laughs> Cassidy is, is sort of ambiguously weird in a way that is ill-defined and, and he's never, just strange. They never, never show what his murders or his spree was. No, because it's, we it's, just know that there are bodies near a cliff somewhere. Because it's the softest 15 I think I've ever mm. seen. Yeah, it's a 15 in the UK but it, it's a PG-13 in America so it's it's really a 12A. Yeah. But I think because of the implied violence yeah. they're trying to stop kids going to see it over here. Yeah, it, no, you're but right. It, but it's I, all there implied. Is I, 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 the Marvel stuff's more brutal than this. There is a lot of stuff in the BBFC where they talk where they talk more about the implication of violence and the consequences of it yeah. being addressed as being a big part of why, of what decides a rating based on the violence in a film. So I won't be surprised if just having a serial killer be a character is what's put it in the 15th certificate I don't bracket. think it's that. I think it's the... I it's think, a superhero movie. Ah, it features a serial killer. Ah. No, I think it's the staging of the violence. Even though it's bloodless, the mm. staging and the sort of... Um, the, the sort of so, laissez-faire attitude to its consequences. No, yeah, no, absolutely, and I the believe tongue you. down the guy's throat. I am with you, I'm with you. It's just like, oh, that's um, gruesome. It, and we cut away. That's the, right, the biggest right. disappointment to me was that they didn't go far enough with the... <laughs> no pun intended. Carnage, uh, hey! but uh, it's <laughs> it's uh, it, it is. <laughs> just remember something really strangely. Yeah. Of course, we are. it's strangely <laughs> muted. Yeah, it is just weird that it's it's as it's as actually bloodless as it is. If you if you read Maximum Carnage in the nineties and you have vague memories of it, you'll probably really enjoy this. Because you'll be like, oh, Shriek, I remember her. Yeah, but you also be the same age as Woody Harrelson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he had fun. Yeah, he had fun. He's clearly having fun. No, yeah, I mean, he's like having Sam- fun. Like Samuel L. Jackson in Captain Marvel, Woody Harrelson's basically got out of his wheelchair and has walked around a bit. He's not. He's, he's, he's not I'm being disabled. facetious. I'm being he's, facetious. He's I'm being facetious. I'm being facetious. That doesn't sound like you at all. But it is kind of like, there are these little moments where you're like, you're not a young, like, virile dude who's full of superpowers. Like. Listen, he was 58 when he filmed this. Jesus Christ. He still had two years of virility left <laughs> before you apparently turned to decrepitude when you I, hit 60. I like Woody Harrelson, and I think he's clearly not having enough, fun apparently. in this. Oh, my God. You should be supporting your friend. Yeah. Because he can't walk on his support own. Poor Woody Harrelson. So old. Right, so he's clearly having fun. Naomi Harris is having a lot of fun as, as Shriek. 
Um, it's weird because you sort of don't really get to spend any time with her until the third act. You don't really get to spend she, any time with anyone in this film. Where she clearly is like, oh, I'm going to make the most of the tiny fucking oh, yeah, screen time yeah, and yeah, dialogue yeah. you give me. And I'm going to play this like an absolute sort of super villainy kind of like sing song voice and everything. I think all the cast know exactly what kind of film they're in and they go for it. The thing I remembered was like at the end Venom realises he needs sound to weaken Carly. <laughs> So he turns to Shriek, who's getting back up, and she's clearly pissed off at Carnage. Because what what the interesting thing they do with that is they set up that the symbiote doesn't want Shriek around; it's just cooperating with, with Cletus because yeah. he wants to be around Shriek. And then like it it try it presumes that it's choked her out and then leaves her there. Yeah. But then she gets up, and Venom knows he needs sound, and he looks back at her, and she sort of looks at him, and you think what's going to happen is he's going to be like. Do it and whatever. Yeah. But no, he twats her into a bell. That <laughs> <laughs> might have been the best but, moment of the entire which, film. But then, then she crushes her. Yeah, well, yeah. But on the way well, down, no, very doesn't. briefly, she screams. Oh yeah. So that a... it hits the bell, and it's like, what? It's just. Uh... Yeah. It's also, amazing. Carnage is a sort of kaiju now. I guess he gets. Yeah, he gets very big. I don't know where all that biomass is coming from, but it's impressive. Yeah. So, uh, nerd time in the comics, the reason Cletus never calls him Cletus and Cassie never call themselves we. They're always I. Mm. And the reason he can morph his body a lot more and is a lot more malleable and can like do things like open up his insides and everything and put a gap in his torso is because he and the symbiote just fully accept each other. They completely merge. Whereas Venom and, and Eddie are like a cohabitation. Yeah. Um, Cletus and the symbiote go, okay, fuck it. And they just become one thing. Um, which is just a neat little trope in the writing because whenever they show up, Venom is we and Carnage is I because mm-hmm. they're one being. In this, that happens, but they never explain it. He just can turn into pudding. Um, except when he when he can't at the end when into, somehow they're separated. Into pudding. <laughs> yeah. Pudding well, didn't they make a thing that they hadn't fully merged in this film? Well, no, because sure, like several times ta- when he turns into him, they sort of go like, blah, 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 and like no, they the, putting outwards into it, a carnage. It, it's, yeah. it's, like, it's during like, the end fight. His features blob outwards and everything. So it's, it's, it's during the end fight when Venom sees, well, when Eddie sees. Well, that's it. Yeah, Cleus is trying to separate himself yeah, from Carnage because, because Carnage is threatening Shriek. Yeah, that's what they, we're like. Okay, they're not. In, they're not. They're not a match for each other. They're not working together. But also, Whereas Carnage is are. like seemingly an invulnerable giant monster that can't be stopped in this thing. Yeah, yeah. Until and every time he like bites someone's head off, he's like leveling up, which we learned yeah. very briefly. <laughs> Power up! Do you think it's very odd? Did, the, the oddest thing about that scene was where we all just collectively, without saying it out loud, our muscles all went. Is that Reese Shearsmith? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, then five seconds later, next shot, it's Reese Shearsmith. <laughs> Rishi Smith's a priest <laughs> in the third act. I love that because um, it all hit us. Dead <laughs> it was really, really weird. The priest isn't set up. It's just there's a priest. You go, oh, they've taken a priest hostage, and they kind of look like fuck me. It is, mm. um, and you know mm. that it's just Andy Serkis has rubbed around his mates and gone, hey, um, you like horror films? Do you want to be in this film for like two scenes and have your head bitten off? It's kind of not really a horror film, but okay. Yeah, but you know, sure. Um, that was weird. The casting of Stephen Graham is good, but it sort of like doesn't really do too much interesting. I with him. am always happy also, to see Stephen haircut? Graham in things. Well, you know, he's, he's sort of got like a fade, and then he's styled it to look like a bowl. It's really strange. Sometimes you just gotta do your hair like that—a little faded bowl cut. Mm. Um, you gotta make sure you can—you got to make sure the audience can see the hearing aid, even though they never do anything with it. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> so it's set up that he is. Yeah, definitely... here's an idea: when you fight in Shriek. 
Take it off. Yeah. That might help your fighter. Well, I think I think the idea is... So she shrieks, you're not going to hear it properly because your hearing's already been damaged. I think the idea is he's only deaf in that ear. He does, some really, he does some really good deaf in that ear acting. Though, yeah. Did you notice? He's just kind of like leaning forward a yeah. little bit, Columbo in it. Like, just no, one more thing. <laughs> so I think it's like... So they, they, they have established that Shriek deafens him in that ear and he shoots her. He thinks he's killed her because mm. he shoots her and it takes her eye out or didn't take her out because her eye's still there it blinds her in one eye whatever yeah she gets shot in the um, face and he thinks she's dead yeah and then she's not she, but yeah, she's taken to Ravencroft. Ravencroft which is now on the west coast and, cool west coast yeah. is the best coast um, and so um, we, do, we don't get it I was so surprised they didn't just get their balls out and be like this is Mendelstrom this is yeah. Dr. Kafka and just like go here's all these evil people from Spider-Man that have worked at Ravencroft it's Siegfried <laughs> it's fucking Siegfried who the Chekhov Siegfried, I'm going to wear your face to a party, says to the evil doctor. She's like, yeah, whatever. And then nothing happens. He's, he's seen Fabulous Later going, there's monsters! Yeah. Right. Well done, Siegfried. Well, he's still in his cell, isn't he? he doesn't get now, if it out. were an actual fucking hard R rating, yeah. he would have got out and he would have started carving a face off. Scroobius Pip wearing a woman's face. <laughs> um, Scroobius Pip. It is Scroobius Pip. I know, it's just a fun thing to say out loud. Yeah, it's a fun name. Um, so, uh, <sighs> I... What was I saying? Stan Lee was on a magazine. Stan Lee was on a magazine. That was cute. Yeah. Why would Scrooge Pip wearing Stan Lee's face? <laughs> <laughs> that could have worked. Hey, Chelsea, you're. That's it for this week, everyone. Hope <laughs> <laughs> you enjoyed the podcast. We've peaked. That'll be our last episode. Um, Ravi Arad had his way. Fade Matt out quick. Cut Mike. Cut Mike. It's all the same, Mike. Flappy's uh, not happy. Cut the Flappy mic. Flappy is not happy. Um, um, wearing Scrooge Pip's face. And uh, so. I Hardy's having a fucking ball. Hardy's having the best time. That's the that's, this is this this film as it's now becoming a series. This film well, franchise is well just it's mm. seemingly an excuse for Tom Hardy to just do whatever the fuck he wants. Just dick around. Yeah. And I'm not usually one for enabling, but <laughs> in this case Keeps him off the coke, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> it seems I mean I'm not saying he looks healthy. But, I mean, that's kind of the point of how he looks in the film. He doesn't look healthy. It stops, him, it stops, him, doing, stops him doing more Sky Mobile adverts. Mm. He, doesn't, he doesn't look healthy, but he has a nice Sky TV. Mm. Yeah, um, $2,000 TV. They get thrown out of the window. Yeah. The main thing, though, is that... Um, but he didn't snap the chicken's neck. No. So. Venom is... Um, I suppose we should probably talk about Venom finally being oh. fully 100% canon. With Endgame, he exists in the same universe as um, Winter Soldier and... Um, well, Iron we don't know Man. why yet. Oh, we can only so, assume yeah. that it's linked to Shannigans so, in No Way Home. So the post credit scene, he's on the run, <laughs> and he's, he's living on a tropical island. Sure. And uh, pre-credits, it sort of looks like it's a bit of a nod to, you know, the, the second Venom story. That yeah. one, that bloody book, Stop where he thinks he's killed Spider-Man, and then he, because that's all he and Eddie have wanted, they stay on this deserted island. They just stay there, because they don't need anything else. That's all their life had become. And Spider-Man's like, as long as they think I'm dead, it doesn't matter. And he buggers off back to New York. Mm. And then only after Carnage is birthed from the events in that story and is unstoppable, does Spidey go back to the island and is like, hi, so um, I'm alive. You didn't kill me. Uh, also, you have a child who's killing people. Could you help me, please? And that's the thing. 
But then you realise, no, he's at a resort. He's, like, staying somewhere. Mm. And he's watching Spanish television and having a gay old time. Well, he's back on top, so he's got all that money now. Jesus Christ. Yeah, from, he did from his one, one Daily Bugle article. And now he has enough to buy a fancy new bike and a fancy TV oh, and a so dumb. new it's helmet. So dumb, and... fun dumb. But, yeah. but then he sat and there... doing wheelies and... on his bike. <laughs> and I'm constantly doing fucking I've, wheelies! I've recently <laughs> read the, the Nick Costa and... Um, and and uh, uh, Donny Cates um, runs on Venom in the books. I've been loving it. It's my first ever like consistent Eddie and the symbiote storyline book I've ever read. And they set up the whole thing of the Clintar. The symbiotes have a name. They're a species. They've existed all this time. And, oh, yeah, you know, the shit that no one cares about. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, the Grendel. And all Grendel? That shit. Brilliant. Anyway, Grendel! The point is they set up that the symbiotes are actually capable of doing a hell of a lot more. The reason why Venom's doesn't is because it has... It's fallen for Eddie. Like it, it wants Aww. to be with him, Aww. and he wants to protect. So it doesn't develop. So in this storyline, they come into contact with this thing, this ancient thing from their race, mm. and it kind of reawakens certain stuff in him. So when Eddie's dying, Venom suddenly sprouts giant fucking wings, and he flies him to safety. And it's like, oh, so it can do all the stuff. So then they start to tease that in this at the end. Like you have this thing where they're talking, and he's like, oh yeah, the symbiotes can do loads of stuff. And then he's like, what? And he's like, seriously, you couldn't comprehend it. Like, our species have existed for 80,000 years, like, galactic whatever, like, it'd blow your mind. And he's like, well, try me. And he's like, all right, well, I'll show you a brief sample. So he's like, okay, they're going to set up something about, like, you know, the planet, the symbiotes, yeah, maybe, yeah. or the, the next big threat will be something alien, something off-world. Oh, what more bad stuff from the 90s can we bring into this franchise? <laughs> oh, don't... The inspiration for this film that they keep citing is Maximum Carnage and the Venom saga from the 1994 animated series. Neither of which are good! And it makes so much sense now. Uh, But then the room starts to shake and changes to that room, but it looks different and it's a different time of day. And even the symbiote's going, I did not do this! And it's freaking out. And then on the TV, I mean, you guys, you must have noticed the moment I clocked what was on the telly oh, before. Yeah. I just was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. And I knew we are going to be hearing about that for the next three months. So the bugle... I heard Chris's arse implode. <laughs> yeah. The bugle... The bu- no, that, was, that was the five guys repeating on me. Oh, okay. The bugle network thing is on. J.K. Simmons' is J. Jonah Jameson is on. It's the same report from Far From Home. It cuts... To Peter Parker, for some reason, unmasked, standing on an empty street, not looking remotely panicked, which just is really bit, weird. Just looking a bit vacant, really. So it's so, yeah. I think I think what's happened there is they've not gone. This is going to happen. They've gone right. What costume test footage have we got that we can use? And then they've just used that. Venom, for some reason, looks at Spider-Man on the telly and goes, "That guy." And then they lick the screen. Mm, twink. As though it, <laughs> that's the most plausible explanation. Yeah. That's yeah. the most plausible explanation. They're just like, oh, he's a bit, he's a bit funny. That's it. Because why else would Venom go? Oh, that guy. They look the screen, he's and then you get a fun, a fun little gag of the guy exiting the hotel room in that dimension. Presumably, the MC fucking you walks out. His the bathroom is like, what are you doing in my room? And then he breaks out the floor. He's like, uh, uh. and that's a funny gag, but you're not thinking about that because you're thinking about everything else. Too excited thinking about the Battle of the Toms. <laughs> That's the thing, isn't it? Amy Pascal and Javier had for the longest time have wanted to get in on that MCU action. They do want to get in that sweet, sweet for, MCU action. The publicity action. rounds for Homecoming and, and pre-Venom, they made a big thing of saying that Venom was going to be MCU adjacent. And what they meant by that was it wasn't going to contradict anything in the MCU. So if you wanted to believe that this is going over on the West Coast, you could. <laughs> and now, obviously, the Morbius is happening. 
the Black Cat Silver Sable project is always on off on off. Um, they still want to do a Sinister Six project, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck unless Spider Man's there. These characters aren't interesting unless they're his mirror image. I'm just why I didn't like Joker because like he doesn't work on his own. No. It's just it's not well, he's right. Like a reaction to Batman. Yeah, and, um, and I mean like, and also don't just remake two Scorsese movies and do <laughs> less less good but with face paint. But yeah. But he dances on the stairs. Oh, but he does the dance, doesn't he? He does the dance. Oh, um, he does the dance. I mean, like, I'm happy to, to, to know that. a song that... on uh, whose money goes to a paedophile, but sure. I'm, I'm, I mean, like. Todd Phillips was proud of that, though. Because it was edgy. <laughs> I'm Fucking happy Todd to Phillips. know that. Um, Fucking Todd Phillips. They've, they've ditched that ambiguity and. The, <laughs> thrown every like well, the, caution on the wind. They've just thrown shit at various fans creating the wind. Venom, Venom just doesn't. <laughs> officially does not exist in the same universe or did not exist in the same universe as, as the MCU which also comes, confirms that Jared Leto didn't doesn't <laughs> exist and I, no I but, it, but, but on the wall way. behind him is Sam Raimi's Tobey Maguire Spider-Man on graffiti uh, in the, his trailer Oh yeah. which in itself isn't a publicity shot from any of the films it's a publicity shot for the costume reveal of that costume in the PS4 game in 2018 Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It's really weird. It's really weird. It's like Sony don't quite know what they're doing and they're just kind of hoping to make it work at some point. And do you I'm know what? S- Ignoring all the franchise bullshit, this was 90 really fun minutes of utter nonsense. It was. And, um, it was. And will I, will I be buying it? No. Will I be seeing it again? Will you be getting it for your birthday? Yes. No. Yes. No, but... Steelbook. But... If it pops up on streaming and I need a laugh for an hour and a half, mm. I'd, I'd, I'd put it on again. Mm. I'd watch it and have a laugh at it. Yeah. Um, if, I mean, only, if only just to see the chickens again. Yeah. The lovely chickens. Sonny and Cher are friends. <laughs> they are oh, the best also, of friends. And also for any Drashig fans, Venom does say awkward. <laughs> he does! He does! And then the conversation <laughs> they have on the beach is basically just you and Drashig having a conversation. Yeah. But Venom does end the story saying I love you, so... Oh, it's very sweet. I can't mm. wait to see the hot... Um, the hot Venom Eddie sex scene yeah. come. Uh, <laughs> the MCU approved. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of universes colliding... Yes! Uh, does that work as a segue? Yes! It depends on what you're leading to. Well. Dead air's great. You got emails? Yes. Oh, God, is it an essay? Yes. Oh, he's looking so sad. He looks so sad. <laughs> Matt doesn't like... For those of you out there, we're more likely to read your email if it is succinct and to the point. But we're still going to make Matt read this one because he looks so scared of the length. It's a Tom Monty email. Which is not a sentence I've said mm. uh, in the last three hours, but definitely before today. It's it's a Tom Monty special. Tom Monty. <laughs> Dear Chris and Matt... I'm not doing that. It's now been a few weeks since the wonderful news of RTD's return to Doctor Who, and this has inspired me to watch some more of his previous work. I've watched all of Cucumber Banana, which I discovered you need to watch side by side, and I really enjoyed them both, and I'm now watching Queer as Folk with plans to watch Casanova and the second coming afterwards. Can you choose a favourite of all of RTD's non-Doctor Who related television shows? Queer as Folk. Um, Sorry for headphone listeners, by the way. <laughs> I'm uh, not. <laughs> Uh, you knew what you were getting into. <laughs> Cucum- uh. Cucumber followed really closely by years and years. Uh, it's a sin. Can't go wrong with that. It was really good. We watched it in 
like a day, maybe two days, and um, it hit very hard. It's um, very, very good television. I think what we're saying is RTD makes good stuff. Yeah. yeah. No. Right, right's good shit. <clears throat> uh, th- like there's there's creative decisions within certain plots that I'm not always a hundred percent on board with, but like like I was saying earlier, um, I always a hundred percent buy into the characters that he makes, um, and that's something like I can suspend my disbelief for, um, you know, um, Woody Harrelson being too old, but like if a Chris. character, if a character like <laughs> save me, Carnage, please, but. Uh, if a character isn't, it doesn't doesn't feel like they've they've had a hundred percent of thought put into them, then I'm I'm not going to buy into it. And I feel like Russell is so obsessed with people and how they work that mm-hmm. that's um, that's kind of a given with any of his projects. Do you think he sometimes takes people apart to see how they work inside? Um, I mean, that's between Russell and his bin men. <laughs> That's why he's got um, a place in Swansea, a place in Cardiff, yeah. a place in Manchester. Because depending on where he's living, there are mysterious disappearances. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the important questions. What are your thoughts on Weeping Angels returning for Doctor Who? Fucks. I don't know why you've stylized it as Doctor Who fucks, but okay, you do you. I am absolutely gutted that the first Weeping Angels story in nearly a decade will be under Chris Chibnall as a showrunner. I hope this doesn't make it less likely we shall see one when RTD returns, because I would love to see him write for them. Less Weeping Angels is better. This is also the first time Chibnall's done it, so I'm willing to give it a chance. Give it a I don't shot. think he's going to write them any bad dialogue, so I'm <laughs> gonna, I, don't think, I don't think you need to worry about that, Tom. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You can't... Mm, don't write dialogue. Can't get it wrong. Um, with Jodie Whittaker's time on Doctor Who wrapping this week, this implies that her regeneration scene has been filmed. Do you think this means the 14th Doctor has been cast? We've just talked about this, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I bet uh, I bet the discussions are happening, yeah. but I don't think they've been cast, nor have they filmed their half of the scene. And they don't need to. Doesn't doesn't the new Doctor usually come onto the set of the previous one as it's being filmed? If In the so, classic era, do yes. Do you think this means an announcement is imminent? I'm thinking soon after Doctor Who fucks, but a different spelling, yeah. has been finished airing. Yeah, in the classic era, that was common because the visual effect was having one actor yeah. in one position and then fade to the other. It's not been common practice in the modern era at all. The yeah, only time it, the only time it ever happened was uh, was David into Matt, Matt. Yeah. which is like which is a shame they don't do it more because you you have that lovely picture of those two together both in the same suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is very cute. And then David had another like week and a half of filming after that, because mm-hmm. um, like the last stuff he shot was just some wire work for him. Mm. falling through the roof of the Naismith mansion that was like some of his last stuff which is hilarious when you think about it him holding a revolver going mm, mugging as the wind is sweeping past him is some of the last stuff he sh- oh no that was the last stuff he shot for Doctor Who but then after that he shot Sarah Jane so yeah and face, face, face jail time <laughs> face jail time for shooting Sarah Jane uh, to what extent do you think the next era of the show RTD2 has come into fruition do you think RTD has started writing scripts I think he's constantly writing scripts. I just don't know if they're for Doctor Who. Uh, in terms of 14, Chris, you, you said you think the next Doctor needs to be another woman to establish that 13 wasn't a one-off. Still stand by uh, it. And whilst I would love to see RTD's interpretation of a female Doctor... That's I... enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tom. <laughs> I, am, I, am in, I am indifferent as to the next incarnation's genitalia. I don't think be, for, be, I don't think it's fourteen so being a man would rule out the possibility of another woman in future, especially with RTD at the helm. And I would rather he doesn't limit the auditioning process to one category this time, like Chibnall did. Having said that, I am quite keen to see a non-white actor take on the role. 
Do you have any top picks in mind? Mine would be Cyril Nuri because I was really captivated by his performance as Lance in Cucumber. And he's quite an unknown actor and I think would be perfect for manning the TARDIS. Sure, why not? Yeah, I, I I will quote I will quote friend of the show Mr. Tardis on his live stream from last week where he said that like you would just go for the best actor for the job with all parameters open in an ideal world, but we're not in an ideal world. We're very much. Not you in have an ideal to world. steer the diversity and the change right now. You have to do that, and I still think it needs to be a female performer because if it isn't, all the shitty people who make careers being shitty about the yeah. current era. We'll just refer to it as the woman time. You d- you and all the blind execs above the people making decisions yeah. will think of it that way yeah. too. You can't, you can't redress the balance by making one casting decision. You have to follow through on it. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I mean, like, if you're writing a character, you will have a gender and an ethnicity in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the same goes for writing an incarnation of the Doctor. Yeah. Um, so like it, 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 one day it will be as open as it can be anyone, but you have to make sure that that has a track record before you get to that point. Yeah. yeah. And right now it has been white man, 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 white woman. Mushroom, mushroom. You need. You need to mix it up. Still, you have to do that to solidify that concept going forward. Because if you don't, then it will just be the woman doctor time. Do you remember the woman doctor? The woman. That was a shit era, wasn't it? And it's like, well, firstly, it's it not to do with the fact that it's bad. It's not the fact that it's got nothing to do with the fact that Jodie was cast in the role for fuck's sake. It's oh god. As my time draws to a close, I'm sorry to hear that song. Oh god, are you okay? I just want to tell you, Jesus Christ, this is Tom's last email. <laughs> I just last, want to tell you, last will and testament. You were fantastic. And I will finish with a completely unrelated Doctor Who question. What are your thoughts on the newly regenerated Matt Smith spitting on the TARDIS console at the end of Time Part 2? Do you think this was in the script or did Matt Smith improvise it? How did you interpret this moment and do you think it in any way represents Moffat's feelings towards RTD as a writer? I think it was extremely disrespectful to the beautiful Coral TARDIS and I am never forgiving him, Hugh Sugar, Tom Monty! I think Tom just wrote a Five Who fans sketch. I think that's an entire Five Who fan sketch. I remember having this discussion 11 years ago. <laughs> now, to be fair, this was a thing, wasn't Big it? Damn Cast was not it around wasn't. in 2010. And I probably so. didn't even notice because uh, I no, don't I, care. I think Matt Smith got some fucking polystyrene in his mouth and spat it out and they just happened to use that I mean, shot. Like, that makes him look very kind of visceral and chaotic and yeah. post-regenerator. I don't, I don't think it's a statement. I don't think it's a... Look, you talk. I know I'm the guy who's just spent the last twenty minutes hotly debating and screaming about the age of Woody Harrelson's character in a flashback mm. in a film we just watched and how it affects everything and how it's all down to one exec producer and his forty year wank obsession with Venom. But even I'm of the mind that sometimes you can read way too much into something. Matt Smith spat some out of his mouth as a set made of polystyrene blew up around him. Yeah, don't worry about it. And you've got I one mean, chance to shoot it from multiple cameras. But I mean, like, the, 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 it could very well be that I've there spat is pie out of my mouth on CBBC. I, don't, I wasn't saying, fuck you to Golden the Gopher. Like, I just spat sure stuff out of my mouth, you know? I, I heard Golden's a bit of a twat. It could, it could very well be that there is... He's, he's, a, he's one of them. Oh, right, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although when he does it, it goes, squeak! So, fuck yeah. it, Just gonna go home. (laughs) 
I was gonna say it could very well be that there is something to that that there's a vast conspiracy. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. Like, Moffat hates that coral TARDIS, but like, is it worth pulling that string, <laughs> or is it like I just I don't know. I it's not something I, I I've only he's so literally many... rocking back and forth yeah. as he says. This. We have only so many minutes in this world, Tom. Some of us less than others. <laughs> from, from the way you're, from the way your emails worded. <laughs> <laughs> That's very worrying. Are you okay? Um, please, e- please email back with just a one sentence reply to tell us that you're not dying. Yeah, that'd be nice. But if you are dying, don't email back to tell us you're dying. Yes, yeah, because we, we don't want that on our conscience. Frankly. And we also don't want to read that out because it'd be a real yeah. downer. Um, <laughs> no in problems. terms of like the Fourteenth Doctor thing, uh, I've heard heard a lot about Lydia West being yeah. asked. That seems to be one of the most popular. Sure. Picks. Why not? Yeah, sounds good. Joe Martin. Uh, I mean, I know, I know. There's the whole debate of um, you don't want to give the new showrunner the shackles of preset ideas from the previous team, mm-hmm. and and have to be like, you have to make this work. I would but, be miffed but, if we don't see that, more Joe Martin, though. But that's assuming mm-hmm. that Russell would look at that and think of it that way, yeah. when he might have gone. Do you know what? Actually, I've got a really good idea for this. So. You know, why not? I, I hope we see more Joe Martin and Chris Chibnall's era. I don't think that, um, I mean, like, her Doctor, as we see her, is pre-Hartnell from, like, from the TARDIS and the... Yeah. Um, the, from the direction that the story goes. But, I mean, you know, Tom Baker came back, so... Could happen. <laughs> who yeah. knows? Um, who else? Uh, Tania Miller? Yeah, that's a good shout. That's, that's she would be magical. my personal... So Again, years and years. Go go watch years and years. She's really good in Bly Manor. Mm. Bly Manor isn't really good for her. But she's, <laughs> she's really good in that. No, no, Bly Manor's great for like a few episodes. And I, I don't get me started. I'm not gonna. We don't want this podcast to be any we'll, longer. We'll do a Bly Manor episode next time you're here. Um, okay, this one. I just realised if if Lance from Cucumber was cast as the Doctor at some point though, that means that he'll have been in Sarah Jane Adventures as the mysterious shopkeeper with mm-hmm. the parrot, the captain. Uh, uh, he'll have been the Doctor, and he'll also have been that random, mysterious uh, cult guy who worships the weeping angels in class. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, remember <laughs> class? Right, okay, um, oh, this Christ. one comes in from Dan, and it's Hi, Dan. titled Let There Be Toxin. I don't um, play Dan. Oh. <laughs> Shut up, Dan. Nobody <laughs> likes you. I like you, Dan. Um... <laughs> Hello, my big Dan fellows. <laughs> it's been some time since General Life Stress just finished uni. You know how it is. Oh, congratulations. Mm-hmm. congratulations. But I... Welcome to debt. Yes. But I, <laughs> Kneecap Dan, have returned. Obviously, this return pales in comparison to the resurrection of Tom Monte. But alas, here I am. <laughs> um, I had to come back to give my thoughts Hang on... Hang on, did he write that? Yeah. That's amazing! Yes. That, that, what a wonderful coincidence! I had oh my to, god! I had to come back to give my thoughts on Venom, Let There Be Carnage. To put it simply, it's cinema. Take that, Scorsese. <laughs> uh, film of the year. I watched it on my PSP. <laughs> on much, a UMD in a tent. <laughs> as much as my hyperbole could be read as sarcastic, I can assure you that I generally very much love this film. Yes, it was messy and had flaws. How does a creature allergic to sound go to a rave? But the demented energy and zaniness of the film gave me such joy. And the comedy made me laugh more than a lot of other attempts at humour recently. <clears throat> what if? Um... <laughs> On a less joyous note, and I don't want to make this email too long, uh, but I've been dying to bring up something from Shang-Chi. Oh. The trailer for the film hyped up that this would be fe- would 
would feature another child finally confronts their abusive father plot. Spoilers for spoilers for Shang-Chi. Yeah, it's then, fine. So. Um, these always get my attention for personal reasons, and the resolution normally annoys me. Uh, just go watch it in 4K. The movie <laughs> itself seems to lean away from this and make women more sympathetic, so I knew that it would resolve this plot in the usual way. The abusive parents forgiven by their child after one kind of selfless act and without any more work needed. This plot with this resolution is a pet peeve of mine because it's a terrible message and it comes up everywhere. Another recent example being Ryan and his father in Resolution. The only case it was done well that I've seen was that Harley Quinn's cartoon, spoilers ahead, where Harley realises they haven't changed and walks away after some after some cathartic cartoon violence. This is a really great story arc, actually. What are your thoughts on this trope? Are there any recurring tropes like this that you personally annoy you? Keep being delicious, boys. Damn. Uh, um, yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Uh, uh, not just abusive parents, just like abusers in general. Like, yeah. In, in fiction, like just being forgiven by a selfless act. Kylo Ren helps fight Palpatine. All is forgiven. Yeah, like... <laughs> Despite the millions of people he killed there over the last, like, 20 years. There could have been way more interesting stuff he could have done with that character without, mm. like... Uh, well, the, yeah. It did give us the only good moment in the whole film. We've which talked is where about he gave a very, hand, uh, very handsome... That was very good. Shrug. That was very, that was very it. good. Turned that into a gif and that's... Um, that's, that's uh, I mean... $200 million spent... Gave us that gif. Yeah. Somehow, Somehow the gif. Rise of Skywalker <laughs> was... <laughs> Somehow the Somehow gif is alive. The gif is... Jesus yeah, that's Somehow that. Venom is now in the Spider-Man universe. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> tropes that... I, I don't know. Yeah, so that... The, we have the, a writer with us. There yeah, narrative, yeah. Tro- narrative tropes that bug you. Mm. Be, it, be it, you know, sort of... Uh, uh, you know, sort of uh, character-led ones or story structure ones that people just can't seem to. I think shake we can all off. agree that the killing a female character, family member, girlfriend, wife, etc., etc., solely for motivation for a male character can get in the fucking sea. Yeah, so we've yeah. seen it that, a million that's, that's times. Please stop to now. Death. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I like. You know, I don't like the feeling that 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 trope would be completely dead because you want people to feel like they're in peril. But I'm so sick of seeing it. Um, yeah, especially yeah. as like we the need Im- to... as the impetus as like the, the origin event that yeah. leads to yeah. as, as a species yeah. we need to <laughs> put a bit of variety out there yeah. do a it, bit it, of other it, stuff it's, it's a matter of execution that one I think yeah, yeah. Um, so to speak I'm bored uh, of the liar revealed and the three act structure that it takes he's getting caught out hmm. red handed <laughs> shit that is a red one um, no, what does I... that mean they don't go into what that means what what's so bad about it being a red one? We don't know. He just says it's a red one, and then panics, and then they have a little conversation for which fucking Carnage just politely waits. Yeah, and then no, they into it. At no point does Eddie even say like, "How did he even get like this?" Yeah. Like it's never anyway. Um, yeah, well. The li- the lie revealed. So like perfect example, uh, Bugs Life, for example. There's an example of the lie revealed plot. Like Flick is set up to be one thing. He's like, "Yeah, sure." He goes along with it. Mm. End of Act Two. It's uncovered. Oh my god, it's crumbled. We believed in you. You're a dick. Hero or lead character buggers off and has a mope. The bad thing happens and the liar's brought back to help save the day because yeah. they want to redeem themselves. It's it's more that I've just like I've seen it in a million films now. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, so bored of it as a plot thread because it's like you know what will happen. I'd be surprised if they never came back and everyone dies. <laughs> that would at least be a subversion of the trope. Yeah, I mean like... <laughs> I mean, it'd be a downer ending. There's only so many ways that a story can be structured. It's about telling it in an interesting way, isn't it? Mm. But, Mm. you know, there are certain tropes that are trodden on upon more than others. Blue Skybeam? 
Oh my god! Yeah, no, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's a trip so much as like a visual. Uh, yeah, it's a vision. It's crutch. a visual. Motif. <laughs> a visual yeah, crutch yeah. of final act superhero movies. Yeah. Um, that's a blue sky beam. Shit! What do we do? We we punch CGI things yeah. until the blue sky beam's gone. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Hey, let's do that. Oh, this one's different. This sky beam's red. Oh, uh, not the red sky beam. Oh no! Oh shit! That's the red, red one. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Before we round out. Oh god. So, William Tracy, is there anything you want to bring to the people and let them know about stuff that they need to be aware of, stuff they need to rustle their jimmies in preparation for? Sure. I have two main things to promote. The first is I have uh, a uh, a an. A, an untitled goose game board game <laughs> that I've made out of Lego and it is on Lego Ideas. If you go on Lego Ideas and type goose game board game, it will be in there. Please vote for it. I'm begging you. I mean, um, untitled <laughs> goose board game would probably do the trick. Yeah. Just, Don't type game twice. That's a waste of your typing hand. Just, just type in the word goose. Goose, it should come up at some point. Mm. And if enough um, people vote for it, what happens? Uh, it might get made into a Lego set. So do it, you buggers. Um, I mean, like, the likelihood isn't very high because People they had geese. 57 ideas got through in the last round um, and they were only able to pick two. So that's even still, with all the still, support... like, not, a, not an impossible, like, yeah, margin. That's, that's, that's yeah. doable. It's, it's sort of doable. It's better than, like, two out, two out of 7,000. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which um, one? Which office? US. Good. <laughs> what you fended? Yeah. What's the matter? Too challenging for you? Oh yeah, fuck off, Ricky. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, by the way, don't believe in him. <laughs> Why are you Christian? <laughs> Why do you want to be a woman? You can't even drive. Um. <laughs> the other thing I'm unsure about how to promote because it's still sort of get entering the final stages. Um, be vague, but, be vague. Uh, Aimless Wanderings. <gasps> uh, we do Doctor Who fan audios, which are comedy and very funny and um, silly. Um, and <laughs> Can confirm. Uh, as, uh, <laughs> all three of us have featured in. Um, and uh, we are launching a, um, a charity anthology um, based on the Dynamite Doctor's first wave of adventures. Um, both of you have seen a, um, a version of mm-hmm. the final product it's a cursed tome of wondrous beauty it smells good yeah no Mm. it's got that um very important book smell tastes all right as well um but all proceeds um (laughs) (laughs) damn it matt um but all proceeds will be going to mermaids which is a british charity that works with um, the young trans community, um, and you know we are living on Turf Island at the moment, so any money that we can kind of spare towards them is um, a money well uh, a money a money well a spent. Money, a money, a amount money of well spent. just the one money. Um, d- d- so, so is the implication that we're living on Turf Turf? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, the, uh, the, you, can, take it back. you can depending on like when this comes out and and if it's actually been formally announced, this could be a. Uh, a, a, an exclusive for you guys. <laughs> so if if you want to support people who like absolutely sort of need to be reminded that hey no honestly not everyone on this country this island is a prick and, mm. and is judging you unnecessarily, uh, and you want to piss off Robert Webb, 
then this Ooh. is the you know this is the. I mean that's my main reason for doing you know, this. It's yeah. hard enough being young. Yeah, yeah oh, it, it fucking is. Like, it fucking is. we've all been teenagers as well, and and yeah, no, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Um, so being yeah. a teenager at well, all, being full a teenager, stop. full stop, and and then obviously as well having to contend with other people judging you for honestly being you. Being you yeah, like, it's um, it's mad. So so that's that's kind of what we're kind of geared up for at the moment. Um, Release TBC. Yeah, mm. uh, I'm I'm in discussions with people at the at the charity. Um, top so, men. <laughs> top um, men. So I mean, it, it, I, the only thing I can say really is, uh, mermaids do not endorse this project, <laughs> but they will um, happily accept any money we raise. So that's the main thing. Yeah, yes. cool. cool. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's the main thing. Keep an eye out. Um, we are on Twitter at dw aimless. Um, give it a follow, and um, further details should be forthcoming. Should we leave whatever the last thing said in the podcast is up to Billy? And put yeah. Him on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Cool, cool. Okay. Uh, Billy, um, would you like to leave uh, the viewers with some words of wisdom and kindness to see them through the week? No pressure. They've got to be really good. Oh no! I've used all of my lines. Um. Uh. Oh. Um. It's my birthday on Saturday, so that's good. Happy birthday, me! Oh.